0: Hey there, it's Edwina here, back for another episode of the My Little Eater podcast, and today we're diving into everything that you want to know about protein for your toddler, how much protein does your toddler need. What if they get less than that? Is there such thing as too much protein? What about protein powders? You know, all that good stuff. So I am going to dive right into that and answer your burning questions. But before I do, I want to read a review that came in last week that is oh so sweet from a listener that goes by the username of dg 8 and she says, as a pediatric OT specializing in feeding in the birth to three years population, I absolutely adore this podcast and find that it provides clear, evidence-based, and simple strategies that make feeding doable and even fun. The fact that she incorporates related concerns such as body positivity, behavior, etc. makes it all the more well-rounded and a wonderful resource. I share this with all the families I work with. Thank you so, so much, DG 8. I am totally grateful for the fact that you share this podcast with the families that you work with, with other people, and that you find it to be so good. It's like music to my ear. So I'm very happy to hear that. And uh, again, thanks for the kind words. I just love getting like little notes from you guys. It literally makes my day. All right. So let's go to the main topic of today. And like I said, that is going to be about protein. So protein is mainly found in the meat and alternatives group. So if you're to think about what food has the highest amount of protein, most people automatically think, oh yeah, meat. That's pretty obvious. Maybe you're going to think, oh yeah, well seafood too, that's a good source of protein, which is very true. And if you're really good, you're probably going to think of pulses. So things like beans and lentils and chickpeas. And perhaps maybe if you're vegan or vegetarian, you're also pretty accustomed to the fact that tofu or like other soy products like edamame beans, they have great, great sources of protein as well. And dairy foods also have really good sources of protein. So things like milk and yogurt and cheese. But yeah, a lot of times we're like not thinking of all that stuff and we're thinking meat. If my kid doesn't eat meat, they're not getting enough protein. That's pretty much the number one thing I hear when uh, parents are concerned about their toddler's picky eating habits. And for many kids, meat is a hard food to get accustomed to. And maybe like aside from the odd chicken nugget or sausage, it's pretty common to see kids who don't eat a lot of it, uh, if any, at all. So some kind of end up in this like accidental vegetarianism where they're not really making this deliberate decision to be a vegetarian, but just because of the fact that, you know, meat isn't really fully accepted yet meat just becomes void in their diet and they are usually, at least most toddlers are pretty carb obsessed and maybe even dairy obsessed. But yeah, meat is a definite no. And a lot of us parents are usually really worried, like I said, when This nutrient specifically, like above all other nutrients, doesn't seem to be like a thing in our kids' diets. And we freak out, you know, our toddlers not getting enough. And so then we begin exploring things like protein powders and protein shakes and protein bars to increase any and all protein that we can get into their diets, which usually is not necessary. And I'm going to I'm going to tell you why I'm going to start off by telling you the requirements for protein for toddlers. And most times parents are pretty like surprised to see that it's not as high as we, I don't know, like to think it is. So the requirements for a toddler aged one to three years old is 13 grams a day. So you can do if you want like an even simpler estimate by dividing their body weight by two. So the number that you get is the number of grams of protein that they need per day. So for example, if they are 30 pounds, then they need about 15 grams of protein a day. If they're only 25 pounds, then they need about 13 grams per day. So this is obviously an estimate, but it's enough to give you a good idea of their daily protein needs. And I mean, I really don't know what you think of this. I wish I could like read your mind through this, um, through your earbuds. But it's actually a really low number compared to how much we usually think they need and if you think of like I don't know a small piece of chicken like a chicken breast which would be about the size of the palm of my hand I want you to think of like or I guess of your hand if you look down at your hand and you're not counting fingertips or anything if you literally just look at the central palm part um, that size would give about 25 to 30 grams of protein depending on the size of your hand so imagine they only ate like half of a chicken breast that would be the whole day's worth of protein that they need. Like that would be the 13 grams a day that they need. So if you think about it that way, protein needs aren't as high as most of us think, right? If they only have like half a chicken breast a day. But if you think about it even further, even grain products have protein in them. So if you were to break down like the nutrient content of like cooked spaghetti, you would find half of a cup has four grams of protein. A slice of bread has two grams of protein usually, and there's some types that can go up to like four grams uh, per slice. Things like I think Ezekiel would definitely be one of those. Half of a cup of rice, for example, would also have two grams of protein. So if you have a picky toddler who, let's say again, only needs 13 grams of protein a day, they could totally meet their protein needs just fine without even eating a bite of meat or a, you know, a bite of beans in weeks. They could be total carbaholics. they could eat their crackers, they could eat their rice, they could eat their pasta or their bread, And they could meet their protein needs quite easily, you know, probably in like two meals a day, maybe, maybe add another snack in there. But really, like, it's not hard. And especially if they're having two to three servings of dairy a day, which If your child eats dairy at all, they're most likely getting at least two servings a day because that's going to really even boost their protein intake even more. So if you were to look at the protein uh, content of a cup of milk, that has eight grams of protein alone. So if let's say they weren't even eating a thing all day, but they just had one and a half glasses of milk, then... They've met their protein needs once again. So most parents feel pretty relieved when they hear this kind of thing, even if they only have that one cup of milk or maybe they, you know, have an egg alongside of it and a few crackers, they could be done with protein altogether. So really, especially in North America or in like more developed countries where there's food readily available, it is super, super rare To see toddlers that are protein deficient at all like I really don't worry about it I never have seen it personally and I know I've talked to many 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 health professionals and dietitians um, who work with kids all day every day and really like it is not much of a thing so although their protein needs are low compared to adults they do still get you know of course a lot of benefit from having protein in their meals so I'm gonna walk you through like just a couple of the benefits. So, first of all, it is one of the main building blocks for muscles and really for helping them grow and develop and it also helps keep them fuller for longer and it kind of helps tide them over until the next snack or meal time more easily um, and hopefully avoiding a hunger meltdown now i have a specific formula that i do teach my clients that teach people in my feeding toddlers online course i've talked about it before online and that is my ffp rule which means that you're always including a source of fiber a source of fat and a source of protein in every single meal so protein is a main component to every single meal that should always be offered to your toddler, because yes, that is going to help keep their blood sugar levels stable, help them last until their next meal. Obviously, it's a big building block for their growth, so it is very important. We want them to have it, but we don't really need to freak out. I would say pretty much, I don't know, I'm going to just throw like the number 95% of the time because the chances that they're like way under on protein are really low. Now, you're still gonna have those parents again, maybe if they haven't heard this stuff before, they're gonna be concerned and they're gonna usually be running to like products, protein supplements and powders, collagen powders, all that stuff to help boost their child's protein intake. So, I wanna now move into a little bit of like, you know, information about that. Is there a harm to offering products like this? Is there such thing as too much protein? Are they safe? So, let's just start by saying that. I mean, in a nutshell, when you're using these products in like small, sparing amounts, protein powders and collagen powders, most of the time, they pose no danger to your child. I mean, as long as you're getting a really pure, good ingredient, like kind of trusted sourced protein supplement and it's used sparingly, it's usually okay. However, I recommend avoiding them if you can. And here's why. For one, most protein powders, they contain a lot of additives. They contain artificial sweeteners. They contain colorings. And because they're considered a supplement, they're actually not regulated by the FDA. So there have been many circumstances, many instances, where there's been contamination of ingredients or there's been ingredients that haven't actually been placed on the label that have been tested and found in there. So for example, A lot of times when you see like natural flavors, you can actually be getting a lot more uh, than you bargained for in there. So you don't really know what you're getting. And that's why even for pregnant women, it's not recommended that you're taking protein powders uh, because you don't want to mess with anything when you've got a new growing baby in there. And we really don't know kind of what we're dealing with all the time. Now, protein powders and supplements, again, if they're offered in small amounts, no big deal, but not needed. But of course, every child has you know, they're different needs, they have different circumstances. So there are certain instances, for example, for kids who have like stunted growth, um, who are really underweight or who aren't getting enough calories in period, then nutritional supplements can help, um, which usually do have protein in them. However, focusing only on protein is not usually the way to go with these kids. I mean, I can't speak for every single circumstance, but Generally speaking, it's not like the one thing you have to focus on. They're likely deficient, like if they're stunted in growth, for example, they're not growing in height, they're really, really underweight. They're usually more deficient in iron and zinc, and if they need a variety of amino acids to help with this stunted growth and development, along with protein, of course. So always, I would suggest work with a dietitian, work with your doctor when you're considering supplementation for your child in those specific circumstances. But otherwise, for healthy, normal run-of-the-mill, like, quote-unquote, picky toddlers, you don't have to, you know, deliberately add in any of these protein supplements. And even I'm going to go as far as saying, like, be careful with, you know, outside of the ingredient piece, be careful about how much you're offering because the maximum daily total protein kind of level, like uh, upper level for toddlers, is in the range of about 50 to 70 grams. And again, it depends on their weight and everything. But that's like kind of a kind of like an upper limit for most toddlers, I would say it is hard to ever get there unless you're giving them supplements. So with food, I would never really worry that they're getting too much protein. But if you're giving them protein powders, like maybe you're giving them like a shake or something like that, one scoop of most protein powders has between 15 to 20 grams of protein. So that is a lot. That's already over, you know, the kind of minimum amount that your toddler needs per day. Um, and if they're having that, plus maybe a bar or something like that, like they would be hitting the 40 to 50 gram mark easily. So they're at that higher, like, you know, the upper level. And we just wanna be careful because excess protein could cause dehydration, or in some cases, it kind of creates like an increased workload and can place some stress on the kidneys, which can cause them to malfunction. And also, excess protein intake triggers the body to eliminate higher amounts of calcium than usual. And so as the body's calcium stores diminish, the bones become weaker, they become more brittle. Of course, we're talking like long-term high protein intake. So generally speaking, these effects, yes, they're rare. You would need to consume like a ton of protein daily in order to really see any issues. But just be aware of the potential risks. If your child does eat a lot of high protein supplements, um, I would say tone it down. Don't feel like you need to offer them. In fact, I would scale them back completely and only offer if it's like from a directive from your doctor or your dietitian because there's a specific medical reason. So I think with the purpose of this podcast episode, I really just wanted to lay the like foundation for you in terms of like what are the protein needs? Like where should we really set our expectations? When do we need to freak out? really rarely like I I wouldn't be freaking out I hope that this episode kind of got you there and made you see that like you know what my toddler's probably okay and that way when you kind of know information like this there's so much more to know of course but when you know pieces of information like this you can start to implement the division of responsibility a lot easier And that's something that I talk about through and through in my blogs and in previous podcast episodes, which is the feeding theory that I recommend every single person, every single family implements day-to-day in every one of their meals. And you can actually do that when you feel less stressed about the nutrition piece and knowing that they don't have to have these like obscene amounts of nutrients that we often think they need. And that way we can just kind of chill, take a step back, and let them do their thing, trust them during the meal process to just eat what they feel like eating in that, in that individual meal or individual snack time. Anyway, that's a that's another podcast episode, another topic that we can get into in some more detail on another day. But I hope this one really kind of helped clarify the information around uh, protein needs and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, would you please leave me a review, rate and subscribe to my podcast? Um, that would mean the world to me. And I hopefully can feature your review on an upcoming podcast episode and read it out loud to everybody. So anyway... I hope you have a wonderful day with your family, and I will talk to you next week. Take care.